so we'll do four desks hopefully so I can like talk to China open workspace yeah that's yeah. it and then one corner or two will be podcast room and then the other corner will be fulfillment probably for now yeah sick until we outgrow it and uh, yeah. try to find an excuse to pay someone to fulfill <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah it's you on, guys still do it's your money. own huh yeah, yeah it's it's I mean, we we have uh, what uh, technically three guys that do it that just kind of rotate part time. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's uh, it's honestly it's it's pretty easy to do yourself yeah, once I you figure out the, the 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 two well, it's one system. There's ben- there's benefits right to everything. We've looked yeah. into we, sourcing. Yeah. Yeah, but. We, we like the control. Yeah, and we like that we can throw things in packages. We right. like that we can turn things around quicker. Like we can get a product in on you know Wednesday and release a Thursday. Sure, it's well, not I- not ideal. Right, right, right. But yeah. like sometimes it happens. Right, it's better than like you know delaying the release a couple of weeks or something because you got to get the packages off the film center and get everything fucking squared yeah. away. And like he was saying with like the. Like the throwing in stickers and shit. That's not as easy with yeah. like a fulfillment center or and unless like you cu- put them in the shirts. And like but. custom bags. You can use custom bags with fulfillment centers, but then they'll want the bags to have like barcodes on them also so they can make sure to match them up with everything. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot more shit like that. Yeah. Well. Get there one day. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like it's going to be on us for a while. Yeah, I think a lot of places do. It makes sense too because like you said, like our returns, because then your customer service has to be at the fulfillment kind of rather than you do your own customer service. Yeah. I think that they I think they, they handle it, yeah, yeah. mostly, but then it, yeah, chunk of the change. customer service thing, yeah, especially if you have the product right there, you can get somebody out the right say they got the wrong shirt or the wrong size, you can handle it like instantly. Right. Where it's like you're going back and forth with the fulfillment people, but they don't make mistakes. True. The fulfillment people. Yeah, like that yeah, order mistakes are basically zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then quality really? control of customer service. Correct. Like if they work for you, they care about what's going on in Caffeine and Kilos. Correct. Fulfillment kind of cares about money and maybe they care. Maybe I'm jaded. And yeah, they don't want to lose your business. Asshole. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. They, but they're not like, yeah, man, like stoked on the product or, oh, that's a dope shirt. They don't care. That's X's and O's. Yep. True. Makes sense. Intro to the boys. Yeah. Well, for one thing, we are inside our building recording a podcast together for the first time since uh, 2014. Maybe. And I think that we recorded with you guys in maybe January of like 2015. Yeah, probably early on the move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you guys were brand new in that other building. Brand new in that other building, yeah, for sure. Um, so we got uh, Danny and Dean from Caffeine and Kilos with us today. Which I do uh, think we didn't think about it at the time. Dean was randomly hit me up, wanted to stop by. And then Jim's like, oh, well, we have to podcast with him. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. And then it makes even more sense that we moved it in here with you two because you guys also have some history in here. Yeah. Uh, we probably met you through here. Some I don't even know when we officially met, but I'm sure it had to do with this space in some capacity. Me for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm sure Danny too yeah, was probably, definitely. maybe it was through you or, or Charlie or something, Not but sure. it had to do around this block of yep. some nature. Yeah, I've been in and out of this building since 08. That's crazy. Yeah. That's 12 years now. 12 years. Yeah. It feels like all this time in here was like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It does. You know, in this building. It, yeah. I was standing there daydreaming because I had so many fumes in my face from like waxing and shit. And <laughs> that was wasn't just, daydreaming. So it was a, yeah, vision, I, a vision. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. Ayahuasca, ayahuasca wax got me and I'm staring out the ayahuasca. door and I was like, fuck, bro. Like, it's the same. I don't know. It is just weird because so much, there is a shit ton of memories here, a right. shit ton of people. Everyone in fitness that we know kind of came from here. For sure. You know, where you're training now with our yeah. boy Ben and yeah. Amadeo and a Brian. At- like, it, it's just a weird thing. And, and it, we've talked about it a bunch, and it sounds like everyone says that, like, my gym's the best, and we have the best trainers. And that's not really what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, so much cool shit kind of happened here, and yeah. it was kind of 
even on the internet, people are like, well, like Sacramento has a lot of fitness. I'm like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, like, it, it was just all in one place at one point, yeah. almost. Like, it's it's kind of crazy how much history this building has with, like, Sacramento health and wellness, yeah. right? Yeah, the Tommy Kono stuff uh-huh. was here for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, obviously, and, the powerlifting side. And now you guys are back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Full circle. It's funny to me because, I mean, I spent a lot of time here, you know, from 08 to 14, and it feels the same and at the, in the same way it is. At the same time, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels different. Once, like, once we got in here, you know, and it looked different than it did the last time that we were, that we were like, working out here. And um, it was, I mean, it was a lot. Let's say it was a lot. Um, Connor described this this room as being like a, a, a room covered with with bad tattoos. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, yeah, a lot that's of mixed uh, mixed so art. We had yeah. to like we had to like clean clean the slate in here, you know, and and, and make it clear. But um, as we're starting to get more stuff in here, and, and and instead of just working on it, like starting to kind of do business in here. Yeah, yeah. Now it's starting to feel. Now I'm starting to get the nostalgia. Yeah, and I'm starting to get excited. I haven't been excited because like the end of the light because of COVID and everything so far away. Yeah. But then I even uh, told Jim yesterday. He's like, "Yeah, let's get Dean and Danny here." And, I was, and then I was like, "I kind of want a podcast with Dean and Danny." And I, <laughs> I and that's a compliment to you too, as being friends and the building and all of it because I haven't wanted to podcast in probably a year. Yeah. I just haven't wanted to. Yeah. You know, like. We're doing Zoom stuff. Yeah. We're, this is in the back of our head, how we're opening this a year ago. Yeah. And then now things are coming. And this is exactly why we want to build this, is to hang out with you two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really. Well, I'm stoked to be here. And it's, it's funny how the different buildings, you know, how you, you do get a feeling, right? Yeah. And so I don't know if, uh, if it's part of it's when there's buildings where there's been a lot of videos and stuff there, because uh-huh. people that have never been here... When they come in, it's like you feel something, right? People say it about Cal Strength a lot. Yeah, like yeah. there's something in the walls. Yeah, yeah. And it's true, even though they've done some different, uh, built some different walls in and built out a little lobby area that didn't used to be there. Mm-hmm. Still, when you're back in the training room, it like if you feel something, yeah. like you you're back there, like okay, I guess I got to put out today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there's no just fucking around and going through anything. And part of it's I think from the videos people have watched and you know what's happened. You know, yeah, yeah. they're like, oh yeah, people have you know snatched American records in here, fucking barefoot. Yeah, yeah. You know, between fist fights, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. But but you know, like you just feel it for sure. Um, it's kind of in here too, even though now the the equipment is a couple platforms that are in. <laughs> Uh, you know, halfway through restoration. Yeah, they're wrecked. And, yeah, but still, I just, I feel like I'm like, man, I kind of feel like fucking getting after it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's <laughs> you know, part like, of why we want to move in here. And I do think, obviously, like leadership, team, barbells, equipment. There's a lot of things that go into like building the culture nah, of something. Get a building. Well, I, yeah. I do think, history. I do think there's some building to it. And, yeah. and, and even if you could hypothetically erase the history th- here, I think the building is, we are just talking about COVID issues and we'll, we'll dig into business and, and you guys are one of the best I know in any company, let alone the fitness space to build culture and to build a brand. I was thinking, I was talking to Connor, uh, like our 10 year plan. I was like, shit, Captain Kilo's reaching onto their 10 years. Like you guys have been in this Get shit close. for a very long yeah. time and it's you've done it closer. really, really fucking well. And we'll dive in there. But point being is like, I, I, I do think there's almost something to the walls despite history. And yeah. that's why we were so set on coming here. Cause yeah. we were talking about the, the, you open the gates, you feel yeah. like you're outside, which may or may not help us COVIDly <laughs> in a, a couple of weeks. We don't know. COVIDly. That's a new, that's the new word for this week. COVIDly. COVIDly. But, but it feels so good. Something yeah. about it feels really fucking good. So we're excited to have you boys. Um, something we've been talking about 
Yeah, since, when you when you guys told me that you guys were taking over this space, like I just got a huge grin on my face because I was like, well, I know where I'm going to be going. Yeah, yeah, and I know that. where I'm going to be, you know, feeling the best and wanting to like actually like be motivated to like train and just hang out with like good people. So yeah. I was super stoked when you guys kind of brought that news to me. But and also like my history with this uh, with this building too, with like learning basically weightlifting in yeah. here. You know, like I I was dabbling in it obviously before, but then like when I really started taking it to that next level and like really training with like a team and joining in on uh, all that stuff. It was like, was in these walls. Yeah. So it's so, like got a special place for me for sure. Two quick things. Yep. One Hit us. in this building, there's a weightlifting meet and I missed my opener and opening snatch and I missed my second attempt. And so I had to make my third one to stay in it. And so then we just went up. And I fucking made my third attempt. So I remember <laughs> Good that. Memories. That's one that stands out to me. All right. Mate, you only need one. True. That's all I got. And then the other one, is uh, there's a weightlifting meet that I was not lifting in, but my truck got, I was going to leave straight from here to go on this business trip, like from here straight to the airport. Uh-huh. And I was going to be gone one night and then come back the next day. Just like one night in Boise type thing. Charlie and I were gone. He's lifting. Well, my truck gets fucking broken into no. and my backpack's in there. And all I have is like one change of clothes <laughs> because one night type thing, right? Well, that's not there. So I'm like, go to the local Walmart and I buy like a fucking Moana toothbrush or whatever. Like it was like frozen because it was like older than that. Anyway, but like buy like the cheapest toothbrush they have, the cheapest pack of underwear they have. (laughs) I was like, I need a pair of socks, you know, buy like stuff for one night. And then then Charlie hit his last lift and we were going to be late for the flight. And so he hit his lift and we left and he was in there. We're standing in TSA and he's in his fucking singlet. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) I've got this brand new Walmart, but the cheapest backpack they had. (laughs) Little Spider-Man backpack. (laughs) So I've got all this like children's travel gear for one night and he's in a singlet. It was a shit show, man. Yeah. That's great. That's great. This uh, neighborhood's come up a little bit since yeah. then. I, yeah, you were parked down. You were parked down. I was, I was right here. Too. Yeah. Were you? I was right yeah. here on the street. I was like yeah, I was, over by the over by the bushes down there. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah. I was by the bushes down there. Not notwithstanding the abandoned boat that's in front of the building right now and the, the fucking yard sale yeah. of of uh, uh, boating equipment that's yeah. all over the sidewalk and shit currently, like there isn't a house in th- in this part of town now that is under half a million dollars yeah. and most of them are like in the eight range, which is yeah. nuts. And, and they're hanging on by a thread to some of these older houses. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. these. Yeah, it's it's just, it's so insane how much Sacramento has came up even yeah. since we first started 100%. training here back. Uh, even you know what five six years ago yeah. it's just the market has gone crazy down here when i trained here 2011 i think i first started yeah i was I like so. i came down here to learn music which is a whole nother like sacramento really is so cool and so small so i uh side tangent i learned music downtown from shout out to harley white my music teacher for like 10 years and abs brian mm-hmm. lived in the <laughs> studio at like age 23 that i learned music from when i was like in eighth grade it was like right by caesar chavez park point being this place is so small such a small city but i never came down here i came down here for music and then in 2011 i came down here to train drove half an hour every fucking way just because it was the only place to lift it was the only quote-unquote real gym yeah it was yeah and so now i live down here by choice because all i wanted i never leave now i never leave there's a there's there's a pulse there's food there's culture there's sports there's bars there's beer like we're a beer and food city now Mm -hmm. we're like 10 years ago eight years ago we were like a 
we're the capital. You kind of came down here when you worked here, and that's about it. Yeah, or go to Sutter's Fort or something. Well, yeah, I did that as a kid, and that's <laughs> about it. Well, it's, it's similar like talk about how buildings have a feeling, and you, you feel something in a building, there's something in the walls. The same is true of cities. Yeah. If you go to different cities, you know, I mean, in the airport, there's not much a lot of times. Once you get out into town, if you just stay downtown, walk around downtown for like two days, you kind of get it. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, I kind of see what, what people are all about here. Yeah, yeah, Right, yeah. it doesn't take long. Really, it's yeah. like two days of walking around downtown. You kind of, you kind of know what's up, yeah, you know. Yeah. So Sacramento for sure has a feeling, much like Philadelphia has its own vibe, its own feeling. Sacramento, big time. You're walking around, you kind of know exactly what's going on. Yeah, you guys lived a similar life to me in the last whirlwind of eight years of just traveling the U.S. working really. Yeah, like yeah. we haven't. I mean, you guys might have taken vacations, probably not, because you guys work your dicks off. And you're yeah. like me. Everyone's like, "What's your favorite?" I was like, "Bro, I, I traveled the U.S. for work, and that's about it." But everyone says like, "What's your favorite place?" My favorite places are exactly described when you can walk around and yep. know where or you throw me in the middle of a city and i look and i'm like oh i know where i'm i'm in miami yeah. oh i'm in new york city like new those orleans. are my favorite yeah new I'm orleans is my orleans. favorite u.s city for it there's no place like it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The french yeah. quarter I haven't been and yet. like going it's just yeah. very different you and know? we're starting to be that you throw yourself in the middle of sacramento you're gonna probably find a dope coffee shop somewhere yeah. you might find some clothing or some little boutique and you'll probably find a brewery or like a food joint and you're like you know, like a unique food joint. And you're like, all right, I'm in Sacramento. I know what's up. Yeah. I wish that we still had that, you know, the, the streetcar system they have in, in New Orleans. I wish we still had that because oh, yeah. literally I, I, there's a, a map that I bought, actually bought a, <laughs> it's a page off a travel guide from 1925. She was like, I bought this Etsy sick map. I thought bucks. it was going to fill this whole wall. I thought it was going to be big. Comes in with a it's, notebook it's, size. It's this big. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I scanned it and blew it up to 16 by 20. There's there's going to be one in each bathroom. There's one currently in the women's bathroom. Uh, but you can see where the streetcar lines used to be. Oh, and yeah. there used to be a streetcar like half a block from here. Yeah, that's like what we're missing. If we had really good public transit like a Seattle yeah. or a Portland yeah. or a San Francisco, I think our city would be insane. And, and, and just in, sure. in New Orleans, you can kind of go anywhere or nearly anywhere that you'd want to go for nothing for yeah. like it's a, a buck like or, less than a dollar yeah. yeah throw a couple quarters in you can end up all the way up by the museum you know they have an app now we, we were there like last year year before last uh, they have an app and literally you just like you're supposed to scam and it never works and you just show them the app and they let you on it's like no problem at all it's mm-hmm. it's, it's great and it's they're all like open air you know the, the windows are always open it's, I mean, it's always hot in New Orleans anyway yeah um, but we could have that here, but yeah. we don't. Yeah, you know, it'd yeah, be awesome if we did. Same with Austin, Texas. Time, yeah. Austin, Texas, kind of like that. They have a big strip of bars. Everything's outdoors. Every bar yeah. is outside. Like I, that's the one positive, and maybe not one. There's some we can find some silver linings of COVID. <laughs> but something dope down here is they just shut off a couple streets, pulled up some metal poles. I don't know if you guys have been around downtown at all, but like our street. Uh, over by Lowbrow, they just popped up metal poles and just made outdoor seating for the whole street. Right. I'm like, well, that's a positive. Like, we have great weather. We have good people. We have good food. Let's take advantage of some of this space, which is may or may not be staying, I heard. You're seeing a lot of the people that are uh, surviving this, you know, kind of situation, like the Selens, and they're building all yeah. those huge yeah. outdoor, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the one on 8th Street, but they, they built a huge outdoor patio in that whole parking lot, all wood. Yeah. Like, they just threw it up but that's it looks oh, great yeah yeah, yeah. Seen that? East that's Sac, yeah yeah that's something that's been coming up and another thing we can all talk on because you guys have such experience in it like sacramento i think jim pulled up a stat and this show's name is 50 percent facts so everything i say is potentially probably, probably wrong yeah, i'm waiting for the one question you guys are going to answer and no we, no i don't know if that's going to happen no, yeah, we broke we'll figure format. it out afterwards you guys are so smart we couldn't dial in one question you yeah. get 20 of you them get, oh yeah okay <laughs> but they're uh i think we're like top 10 or top 20 struggling cities during covid because we're all small business based because yeah. our city's so new and like 
everything's still being nurtured. Mm-hmm. It's not like these companies are 30 years old and they're like, yeah, right. we'll be fine. Like Dean just said, it's kind of like the creative companies, it's the innovative companies, it's the people that are dealing with these speed bumps. Well, I, I, I don't have a stat, but I'm just dri- driving around. You're like, man, that already closed. Like this bar's already closed. This press club closed, Dude, yeah, which yeah, is like a staple club. here. Uh, yeah. sort of, uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, old Tavern? Not Old Tavern. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyways, yeah. No, I think it's been over 300 bars and restaurants yeah. in Sacramento have closed. Yeah, we're one of the most affected in the nation, which sucks. Yeah. I read a stat that 55% of businesses that were forced to temporarily close will be permanently closed. Nationwide? Yeah, uh, yeah nationwide. Yeah, I believe 55%. it. 55%. That's where wow. the original question, if you guys want your one damn question, <laughs> uh, was with you guys. Because uh, we talked to a lot of people in the fitness industry since March 14th or whatever doomsday was. And uh, we, started talking, we started talking. We started talking. I probably already told this on the podcast, but me and Connor were lifting at Untamed Strength. It's March 13th or whatever. And my mom's texting me like, hey, it seems like things are getting pretty weird. You know, yeah. maybe just grab a little extra food or, you know, whatever. And me and Connor are like, all right. So we just went to the grocery store. We're just going to grab like three frozen pizzas just in case. We don't know what the hell's going on. And some kid, not kid, he's probably 20, he's on a shopping cart hella slow walking down the aisle, <laughs> looks at me, do you hear they closed the colleges? And I'm like, <laughs> like straight out of a horror film, I'm like, God or fuck, bro, let's get home. <laughs> what is this, Walking Dead <laughs> yeah, season I was like, I don't 12? Know. Yeah, I don't know, that's what it felt like, no one's in the grocery store, not a soul, this is before the toilet yeah. paper uh, issue, like, no, and I'm like, fuck, dude, I don't know what's happening. You should have grabbed some, weird, some uh, toilet paper with your frozen pizza. That's actually always a good call. Toilet paper and frozen pizza, yeah. pizza, regardless yeah. of COVID. Those frozen uh-huh. pizzas back me up, though. Might <laughs> no. not even need the toilet paper for, <laughs> for a few days. Yeah. You can order it on Amazon Prime. When it comes in two days is when you're going to need it. Yeah, when my bowels start working properly. That's the benefit of Three not having later. toilet paper is you're not eating fiber either during <laughs> lockdown, so it doesn't really matter. It's true. Uh, but So we talked to a bunch of buddies about their businesses, mostly in-gym um, gym owners, how they're doing, how they weren't doing, what the struggles were. And a lot of our buddies actually reported back very well which is i'm glad to hear i always want my friends to do well but your guys business predominantly online Mm -hmm. you guys are well established what is it how many years is it six eight years seven years 2013 so on uh on well actually yeah it's been seven years now because we started selling online before the invite Mm -hmm. so yeah seven years so well established how has business looked online have you had to make any adjustments um what is your what was your thought process when it was going down? Did things change for your either yeah. workflow of yourself because you guys do have an HQ, um, whether that be personally or for your company? And then what are things looking like online? What was a was there a shock in the system? Well, first thing we did is we said, okay, well, no one, no one, including us, no one wants to go to the store anymore. Yeah, so yeah. we'll just start shipping coffee free, right? That's something we could do. It's like, yeah. uh, I mean, it's a two two prongs, right? One, it, it's legitimately helping sure. because no one wants to go to the store. Right. Also, it's like, you know what? No one wants to go to the store. If we ship coffee free, maybe people who have bought our apparel but have never bought the coffee will try it. Yeah. And then they actually, you know, they re- we know it's good. This is know? like, you know, the coffee shops are closed now. Coffee. Also. also, yeah, coffee shops are closed. So people who would get coffee somewhere, they're now brewing it at home. Yeah. And so... We started shipping coffee free. We started selling more um, like pour over drippers and stuff like that to help people make at coffee home kind home. of brew kits, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And then the the other side, so that's actually been good for us for sure. Um, that aspect of it, I think that decision was it was a good thing. Um, the other thing is that we just have been working at a different uh, level. Like there's this fever pitch, right? When there's impending doom, like when you don't know, because <laughs> you're looking at it and like there's serious financial consequences yeah. down down the line and with all these people out of work and then with the businesses closed and, and we just you just don't know how that's going to affect you. 
So it's like, well, shit. Like we, one thing we say a lot is like, got to cook while the griddle's hot, yep. right? Yeah. Um, so we're like, all right, let's go time. And so we just cranked up our velocity of, of just the working pace and what we got going on. Um, probably like two or three notches. Yeah. And it's one of those things, is that exact pace sustainable, exactly how we were doing it? No. Um, but what it actually led to is because we just got going the way we were and the way things were cranking, business actually was doing pretty well. And so we've been able to bring other people on. So we've actually That's now, dope. we've hired since then. And then three people. Yeah. Three, That's sweet. Wow. And all of them are actually just complete fucking all stars, rock stars, better. Mariel. Oh, yeah. One. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and better than us at, at some of the stuff sure. that we were doing, you know. And so it actually looks like not only we're going to be able to maintain that pace, but actually build upon it because there's more people in the works now. Right. Um, that's so, dope. That, it's that's, so cliche, but like. It's like earlier, double or nothing, right? Like you, right. you go all in or you're going to quit. Well, it's the fight or flight. Like, yeah. what are yeah. you, are you going to let this kind of consume you and, and just sit back and let things fall apart? Or yeah. are you going to put your nose to you the can. grindstone? Yeah. And some people do. It's so easy. It, well, it's so easy to, it's so easy to like, fuck man, no one's got money. They ain't buying shirts. Right. All well, right, dude. Or, or hey, you want to take a vacation? It. Like, all right. We talked about the, with the, like at the gym, you know, but this is the same thing where it's, it's the story you tell yourself. It's easy to say, oh, well, no one's going to buy shit. There's all these people out of work. Yeah. We should probably stop these things. We should probably stop running all our ads. We should probably like not release any new stuff. We should just kind of try and get rid of the old stuff. Yeah. We should just run all these big sales, like clear out any excess inventory. Like we should do all these scarcity minded things because, you know, no one can afford to buy anything anyway. Yeah. Right. And instead of shipping coffee free, it's like, oh, it's probably increased shipping yeah. costs because, you know, whatever. And this, that's one way to do things. But that's the story you tell yourself, right? Yeah. Or you go, so I've been lately, or I think it was just yesterday I was telling someone. Or you go the other way and you just go, the why not attitude, yeah, yeah. right? It's like, well, no one's going to buy shit. Well, why not? <laughs> because you said they're not. Right. Like, that doesn't matter, right? Like, no one. And so we just kind of went the other way with it. You know, Dean yeah. and I were talking about, like, all right, man, like, shit's getting real. I think that, like, what do we do? Well, let's, what we do is we start fucking planning. We look at these things. We, how, what can we do that actually helps people? And then what can we do that's going to be beneficial to the business? And then let's cook while the griddle's hot, right? Yeah. Like, if we, we don't know uh, if this unemployment things, how long it's going to go on or how shitty the economy is going to get down the road. What we know is right now things seem okay. So let's just fucking pedal the metal, get the most out of it, do what we can, and then see where it goes. Yeah. And it seems to be doing fine. Yeah, people no, want stuff they can count on right now. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, There's absolutely. so much uncertainty absolutely. that if you step forward and say, "Okay, we're going to be here as long as we can hang and hang with us," and yeah. that seems to be the the approach that's working for a lot of people right yeah. now. Uh, that's kind of where our mindset is. What too. we're trying to do yeah. here, yeah, it's got sure. to be. You call them in, your guys is seems like yeah, you had a steady pace and you turned it up. Ours is like we had no pace and we just hopped in your race. And so, like, whether, whether we're insane or not, I don't know. But that's what we keep joking about, too. Like, we're either the biggest geniuses on the planet right now or you can – But I'd rather, I'd rather go all in and you call me an idiot in three months. Like, I'd rather take that than be like, yeah, Mike didn't even try. That's weird. What no, should have, could have. And that's what separates pretty much everybody at one point, right, is, yeah. is, is, that, is those decisions, those hard decisions. And you just got to – got to go for it. You got to do it. I think um, – also, I think we've built a community over the years that is a very obviously very loyal community. And those people, they're going to ride for us, you know, even when times yeah. are tough. And as long as we keep doing 
um, the right thing and making the right decisions with like integrity of the brand. I think people are always going to support that as far as like, you know, releasing new stuff, even in these times, like, you know, people are still wanting that sense of normalcy, right. Of like, they still want to be able to work out. They still want to be able to have their coffee routines. And if we're not offering that for them, yeah. that's not benefiting them True. at all. They're going to kind of get lose motivation and all this stuff that comes with that too. So it's like, as long as I think if we keep people positive by keep things going, that it's going to benefit everybody. Not to rewind too much or go like full origin story, but for us in particular, and I think a lot of companies like community or like branding, if you want to go into like business terms or whatever it might be, is like at the forefront of starting projects. But when you guys started Caffeine Kilos, it's so silly. The fitness game is so insane because 2013, like the landscape was so different. It was. Like you you it guys was. are the beginning to me. You know, I think there's there's a few companies in my mind that really stick out in terms of like whether it be lifestyle apparel within the fitness brands that started in kind of this revolution of the barbell. Uh, CrossFit's obviously a piece of it, right? They started in 2007 ish, yeah. got popular 2010 to 2015, and then who knows where they are here? We can dig into that later if you want, Danny. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm down because I have no thoughts or yep. real opinions, but I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then. Then this apparel lifestyle culture of the barbell started coming around, and I think you guys are at the forefront of it, if not the front. You know, there's companies like Gymshark, which aren't necessarily in our ballpark, but I think did something really, really special in right their ballpark. The same time. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and they're they're in a parallel ballpark. Those guys mm-hmm. squat or bench or something. Mm-hmm. Um, there's you guys, uh, eight man, eight eight man. I would say around the similar culture, but they're even more niche than you guys. Yeah. Uh, I would say there's a deadlifts and donuts maybe, and and mm-hmm. then that might be it in my head. There's Barbell Brigade. They, they, but their real apparel culture maybe even started after 2013. It was more like mm-hmm. 2015. Yeah, I can't think of another one. When that's, did their gym doors open up in 2013? So I think their gym was probably, they had a small one, 2012-ish. Mm-hmm. Their big one was probably 2013-14. And then the apparel started to roll. And, and Barbell Brigade is also really pushing that culture of, uh, 100%. Like, of the lifestyle of fitness. Not yeah. just like the gym or just the products. Yeah. It's the overall lifestyle and i know you guys have probably shook hands and hung out with bart a little bit but yeah. if you got to know him like he's just like us you know and i mm-hmm, think that's right. why we all get along we could talk and lift mm-hmm. weights or whatever we just like do the same shit kind of we yeah. work real hard we kind of work out and then we just kind of like to chill or yeah. whatever it might be yeah. you know like he's a similar mindset to all of us and it's not like he he's like us too in the sense uh now that we're the old dogs <laughs> like, yeah. like like bart really power lifted and like he's competed a bunch but then he's like he's kind of doing jujitsu you kind of weight lifted you kind of power lifted you kind you know you kind of mm-hmm. want to do Bounce some bodybuilding stuff you, yeah. you, you skateboard yep. you, you kind of you have these other hobbies. You're not just a total meathead, even though like our world is kind of meatheady. Mm-hmm. But what what was the original thought of caffeine and kilos? Was it to build a culture? And obviously, it's probably hard to say. Like we knew we'd be where we are now. We knew like when I go to Bullshit. CrossFit games or like a even even a 24 hour fitness in our, our neighborhood, I'll probably see some caffeine and kilos. Mm-hmm. I'd probably put you guys in the top. I'll probably put you in the top five any fitness brand that I see. I've seen it in London. I've seen it in, in Canada. Instagram for sure. More I'm scrolling around randos, you know, yeah. doing my creeping and Captain Kilos is popping up. Like you're definitely, it's probably Barber Brigade, you guys, maybe like a Bradley Martin company or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, but they're or Alpha Elite, you know, now, right. now shout out to my boy, Russ Swole, who's carrying this little torch. He's doing a lot of st- cool stuff with Get Better Today, but like, that's about it. Like you guys are top dogs. I mean, we yeah, we ship all over the world, yeah. you know, every day. So, what was the original thought in going into that? Was it to be like, well, all right, man, we're going to make a staple here, and the CrossFit, I guess, was kind of well, the, the first. The original punch, plan was right? bringing people together. 
And that's the thing. It wasn't even... Yeah, there was the apparel piece for sure, but the original idea was the Caffeine Kills Invitational. Like, that's what really... Without that, I don't think that this wouldn't have ever evolved into what it is. And so that's the thing is why you talk about... People talk about the culture, branding, and, and how, you know, we have our... our our community, which is so involved and, and trusts us and everything. Well, that's how it all started at the Captain Kills Invitational, right? We held a meet. We brought the best weightlifters in the country out. We gave them cash prizes. Yeah, unheard we paying, of. Paying, yeah, yeah in a sport that time. didn't have that. Yeah, even yeah. now yeah. it's unheard yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we had a, a CrossFit style competition at the same time. There was a team competition, teams of four, and they came out. And then that's an audience for the weightlifters at the end. And so we held this community event that brought together weightlifting uh, and CrossFit. Now it's, you know, powerlifting as well. Yep. And those all happened at the same time, the same place. And at that time, no one else was really doing that outside of something like the Arnold where there's a hundred fucking sports. Yeah. Mm. But no one was just kind of bringing the barbell crew, you know, together. And that was at the very beginning of the company. And I think that really stood out to a lot of people. Like, well, what's going on? These guys are doing something different, yep. right? Like they're having a weightlifting meet and they have these CrossFitters who they all, they know what a snatch is yeah. and a clean and jerk is, but they have never seen someone snatch fucking 400 pounds before. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and so then they can come out and they can see that. And the weightlifters, like they, most of them kind of know what's up with uh, CrossFit. But at this time, 2013, there's still kind of a, a weird relationship yeah. there. But what they, what they weren't used to doing is lifting in front of a crowd. Like I remember lifting at uh, like national championships in 2012. It was in a fucking skating rink yeah. in uh, Westchester, Ohio. With seven people. With seven pe- it's like it's wow. like that's somebody's mom yeah. and like that's a teammate. And that's a coach and, and that's, that's about it. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the lights that come on during uh, fucking couple skate, you yeah. know? Yeah. And like that's <laughs> yeah. that's what was going on. Why is Ashanti on the radio? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, the yeah. the caffeine and Ke- the first year of the caffeine and Keels Invitational was the um, and it was years after this as well, but it was the biggest cash prize in USA weightlifting history of the, yeah. of the sport. Wow. Even now in powerlifting, like uh, th- there's been all these like meets that try to pay, or like nothing's been consistent. Nothing's yeah. been consistent yeah. in our sports, and like I do think that's one of the key pieces missing in really pushing what we all do. You know, like right. that's what right. separates us from strongman, strongman, and even strongman's not that much money when you look at. It. I think world strongman's like 30k in the right. scheme yeah. of professional athlete. Mm. Yeah. You and know? You're seeing and, that on ESPN. And well, that's on ESPN. And they're only got, making 30 k You got to fly to I- from Iceland to win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. sounds like a good time. <laughs> Every time I see things that are like shot in Iceland, I'm like, man, I got to get there. Yeah. yeah or what, what, what they do in South Africa a lot for some reason, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't China. know. China. Yeah. China. That, Everybody I've got heard stories. Uh, yeah. Yes. People got sick. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I've heard stories. So the, the first invitation, I remember the exact YouTube video was what? Mather Fieldish or one of these fields, right? Or it was like a, no, uh, it a sports was, complex it on was Auburn. A sports complex. On there Auburn was, Boulevard, right uh-huh. by my house, actually. Yeah. And there was, uh, uh, there was still. McC- McClellan tiles. Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. McClellan. There's still tiles on the ground for the, um, for the volleyball court. Sports court. Yeah. So yeah. They had this, yeah. That sport court on the ground. Yeah. And so we just held the meet on the sport court. Yeah. Why not? No. I, I remember slick, seeing the. Slick Rick. The guy, the guy, quick on that. The, <laughs> so we, first of all, we're just like, oh, we'll go find a place. This was an idea. Sure. Right. We'll just go look at some venues and see what's up. And we stopped by this one place. We're like, this is big enough. It's like, whatever. Oh, it was, it was had, massive. It was How huge. many square feet is that place? Oh, God, too big. Yeah, it's probably yeah. like, what, like seven basketball courts or some more. Oh, more. At least. Yeah. At yeah. least. Yeah. No, yeah. Like probably like 15, 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was huge. Yeah. And my, no shit, probably like 80,000 square feet. Yeah. And so, actually, yeah, probably like 80,000 square feet. <laughs> so we're in there and we're looking around and we said, okay, this actually looks great. And you had a date that was like 10 weeks out, which is pretty close, but I think we can pull it off. You know, we have the connections and stuff. 
And so I said, all right, well, it's whatever, seven grand. We need the money now. We need a deposit now, whatever. And we're like, oh, shit. Well, all right. Here's our credit. Is, is this here's before like sales or anything, this really? Was, yeah? This was an idea. We launched the uh, the brand of the apparel at the Invitational. Right. Yeah. So it's not like you have cash. There's no, no, like, oh, there's no We money. have about seven grand. No, no. Spend. Let's well, do it. No, what? Danny used his personal uh, <laughs> his personal savings account <laughs> yeah. for, the, for the deposit. I think this is good for people to know because people don't know how this works. And There was no funding for caffeine and keto. And this wasn't like a plan. It wasn't like this big plan of, oh, we'll go out there and we'll spend this money. We're like, oh, let's go look at this place. And maybe this idea of holding a competition will work and we'll we, get danny's money back and we'll, we'll have, have a great yeah. event yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and there was no like calling the wife right <laughs> it was kind of like oh seven okay here's a credit card you know <laughs> thinking back at that now is like yeah. kind of crazy that we did uh-huh. that yeah well but so here's my my logical thinking at the, i remember because it's how i i see things anyway is i remember thinking like okay well uh if we're gonna have a team competition and we're say we can charge whatever make a number up say 400 bucks a team yeah, yeah. right and it's okay well then and it's seven thousand dollars for this venue how many teams do you think how I many can teams get? do we need a, okay oh we only need 15 or 20 teams oh we can get 20 teams because like i have a gym this guy's a gym we know all the local gyms in the area sure. like we'll get 20 teams for sure right like there's no question yeah, like, yeah. that was kind of my thought process of it so it wasn't it didn't seem that risky at the time <laughs> of course then we're in the car driving home and i'm like huh wonder if i should have like <laughs> <laughs> well if you go ask like, someone normal too or someone listening and they're like oh yeah like seven grand and then i turn into caffeine kilos eight years later they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah yeah i'll do that but until you're putting your credit card over or yeah. you're looking at your bank account statement seven grand just disappears and you don't know what's coming in two weeks and they're going i gotta, I, should, I should probably tell my wife about this yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got kids you don't know what the hell's going on yeah, like, brand new baby yeah <laughs> first baby very again going to your point earlier like very few people are going to do this this is kind of what separates and and that is walking the line of is danny a genius and here we go we're going to do an awesome <laughs> lifestyle brand or is he an idiot we're just down 10k and we're going to fizzle away. Like probably many brands that we don't know the name of have happened. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what it's kind of like the idea with COVID. One of the things that happened is how it's like, all right, fucking knows the grindstone. Like here we are, right? Like we, the cranking it up a few levels, working at a fever pitch. Yeah. It was that same situation. Now we're walking away. Okay. Now we got a venue. That's done. So now we can start getting lifters in here to commit to doing this thing. Yep. Now we can get a sponsor to pay the cash prize. That was another thing, too. We wanted his cash prize. We got to find a sponsor to, to pay that cash prize. I think prize. first place was 10 grand. <laughs> I think, yeah, or maybe, yeah, or the whole thing was 10 grand was or it? something. Yeah, yeah. Right? But it was like. For each side, though, wasn't it? Male and female? Spread out? I'm not sure. Yeah. Honestly, it's it was. Like, I mean, it's seven it's, years ago, it's, and we've done some amazing stuff. It's significant money. It was a lot of that money. Just more than ever they, that's been even yeah, thought of. That doing. We, they were like promising to people, and like, okay, well, if we don't find, we got to find sponsors, sponsors yeah. to pay it, you know, and then we got to get teams. So it's like, all right, fever pitch. Like, we <laughs> have to fucking get teams now. Like, yeah. this isn't like an idea. It's like now we're on the like we're going to be there on that day. Yeah, I think that's right. something good though. And I, I keep referencing Barquan because uh, you guys, him, my buddy Omar are guys that are similar to us. And then they're like, not the scarcity mindset and they'll talk about money and they'll talk about business. And so one thing when I was buying my car like three years ago, Bart's like, you know what I like to do, Mike? I was like, what's up, bro? He's like, I like to spend just a little bit more than I can spend. And then I got to work hard. He's like, so I'll just- A little motivation. Can, yeah, if I can afford a $400 monthly payment, I'll just go grab a car for about 500. And that's kind of like, well, you, you put I put down 7K. We have this ginormous venue. All right, fuck it, 10K per, <laughs> per, per for a, a win. Let's make this 10K now. And that's, you know, I think that is putting your ass on the line and kind of proving it to yourself and then my right. ego 
I want to do all this to prove it to the world too. That's deeper therapy we can get into later, boys. But you know, like you always have to push yourself, otherwise nothing is ever going to happen. Like nothing will move the 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 tires. Well, it's the same thing working out, right? Like, what's the best way to stay motivated to 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 go to the gym? Sign up for a meet. Yeah, put Put a put a meet put a meet on the put a meet on the calendar. Put a meet on the calendar. You send in your check. You pay for it ahead of time. At least when I first started doing meets, we actually sent checks, by the way. It wasn't yeah. just all a handwritten online. check. Yeah. Yeah. Danny um, put it in stone. <laughs> to etch it out. Uh, so, you know, that thing. Morse code. You, yeah, yeah. Smoke signals. Was it two dash, two dash? Fuck. <laughs> so, in that, that's it. You sign up. So, all right, well, I'm going to be there on this day. Yeah. And so, if I don't want to look like an ass clown, I better lift some weights in the meantime. Yeah, if I don't want to get divorced, hey, yeah, we don't want 7K, buddy. Yeah. If I want to feed my baby. Yeah. Yeah. You had a new kid. Yeah. Yeah, Danny had a. Uh, how old was Maddie when we oh, first she was, started? I mean, she was born in 2013. She was six months old. <laughs> yeah, so we have a picture of her in our first HQ, which was an addict of a gym. Yeah. And it was her crawling on the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the attic. Eating fucking cockroaches, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It was very dirty up there, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you know, they got it. You know, it's their kids. They're, they're resilient. Kids. Yeah, immunity. That's immunity. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And I, also, like, back to like the, that first meet, it was like, I think that was the first time where you saw hundreds of people cheering on these lifters yeah. on this platform yeah. it was like you would see a national meet for weightlifting maybe in like 2014 16 where these meets started getting a little bigger oh like yeah 18 yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true and uh and it, that was like the first time where i think even these lifters were like oh my god like these people are getting well, fired they had a up. great time like they left they were they were the lifters were pumped. Yeah. They're like, "Oh man, this is the." The energy was insane in that yeah, building. It was like their favorite. A lot of guys told us it was a favorite meet they've ever done. Yeah. Type thing. And these are guys who've like competed at world championships. And we didn't say we're twelve. We had an Olympian lift there. You 100%. know, stuff like that. And even like, the deadlift I did there was probably the only good memory I've ever have of competing. I hate competing. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I that, was, forced, that was. Fun. I got forced to compete. Uh, I, I yeah, hate competing. Yeah. I like to lift weights. I like to coach cats, and that's about it. But. I got forced into competing there, and it obviously ended up well because I actually did well. But uh, the crowd was nuts. The crowd you know, was it, nuts. It, it, the crowd was nuts. Music's blaring. I think I don't know if you guys did it purposely or not, but like weightlifting's on a break, and then powerlifting's going, and you know there's yeah. there's a crowd, and I'm like, oh shit, I'll take a crowd. Like if there's a crowd, I'm gonna smash weights for we sure. Had, we had DJ uh, DJ Tonio. <laughs> DJ Tonio always comes through <laughs> with the, same, the bangers. With the bang, yeah, yeah. Same but guy it, every year, you know, and he know, he knows what time it is. Yeah, he shows up and just. He's like, well, you want it louder, right? Like, yeah, probably louder. <laughs> but that is something so different to strength sports. And, like, that's what I live for in real sports is kind of a crowd or, or, or the other team's coach or parent or someone saying, like, good job or, mm-hmm. you know, and, again, my ego issues. But that's something that this sport lacked. Yeah. For there, sure. It was very quiet. It's very, like, yeah, and routine. And, and just no kinda... one cared. No one cared. And even still, sadly, that's how some regular local meets go. Like, Danny's kind of lifting. I'm warming up. No one really cares. Right. You're kind of in your own world, which is a little bit nature of the sport. We can't always change that culture. But to get people excited, like you said, just to get CrossFitters who know who's, what a snatch is to now watch some of the best in the world snatch right. was something that didn't happen. I used to go to 24-Hour Fitness. We were talking about earlier, the one that's closing. Since 2008, I'd be the only dude squatting in the entire building. Right. No one even knew what a well, squat someone, was. Someone will be curling in the squat rack. No, 100%. Get out of the curl rack. Please. There was one rack. There was one rack, and I've told this story too. There's one rack, and dudes would shoulder press or whatever out of there. Okay. But now I went back like last year, and now they had to change it because the culture changed. Now they have six racks, and now there's people squatting. Now there's someone snatching in the 24-hour fitness. The barbell education 
nationwide, well, I mean worldwide, but specifically nationwide, has really in the last ten years yeah. has undergone this full change. People, you can say people could talk shit about well, they can talk shit about whatever they want, but, <laughs> and they'll find a way to also. Yeah. But CrossFit in, in sure. particular, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that you know by and large it's the perfect plan for everything. I do think that like done intelligently, it really is the best thing sure. if you just want to get in shape and whatever. But the the education with a barbell that's happened from CrossFit is undeniable. Yeah. Like the sport of powerlifting has grown. The sport of weightlifting yeah. has grown. And not just like, oh, it's grown tenfold. It's like, nah, you're like tenfold in like the first five, like five years ago. Yeah. You know, and like yeah. since then it's continued to go. And so USA weightlifting, the stipends they can pay out to athletes now yeah. are higher they're than they've ever been. They're making a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's athletes, top guys. Yeah. And, you're, and you're not and talking, girls. it's not like they're playing for the NFL. No. But I mean, check it out. You're you're a weightlifter and you're making $4,000 a month That's or something livable. from USA weight. Like, that's a pretty good wage, you know. That's and more than some other sports, like mm. UFC. Lower level chicks, they gotta have a job. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's, I mean, that's obviously you know the the extreme sure. versions of it, the the top you know handful of people, the one percent. But, yeah, but it's know. based on merit still, right? So it's like you know, it's like if you get good enough, you yep. can make a living just lifting weights. There's and a chance a kid sees that and wants to do it. And there's, there's a chance there's sponsorship. Of there's sponsorship sure. opportunities. Where it's it's just the before it was like. If you want to chase this dream, right? You Olympic dream. Olympic dream. Yeah. You're either like your wife is supporting you or your husband is supporting you, like your spouse is. Yeah. Or, I mean, that was Cal Strength. Their their plan was a, a work train yeah. thing. So you would work the floor training high school kids, right, um, to get better at lifting weights for football and shit. And that's how you would make money to be able to just train full time. Right. So even then, you're not training full time, but at least you're in the gym. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You have to work, but you're like teaching someone how to squat right? yeah, it's yeah. a little different um but like even then it wasn't like take naps and lift which is what it takes if you want to get a medal at the olympics which is what the rest of the world yeah. gets to do because of government funding and who knows exactly what. so yeah. you circle that back to like these squat racks and everything the reason why there's six squat racks now is because that's what people are demanding yeah. people go in there and they know what a squat is because maybe they used to go to a crossfit gym maybe they don't do it anymore right. but there's such a population who has now actually been coached in using a barbell yeah, yeah. and that trickles down too. Cause how many people that are uh, high school weight room coaches who 10 years ago, what it looks like in the weight room uh, for high school is like, we're going to do some um, tricep kickbacks and some curls yeah. and like, that's it. Like you go in a weight room and it looked like, you know, a club med or whatever. Look like, you know, uh, like a geriatrics facility. It's like only a machine. It's like prehab. Yeah. It's yeah. like, there's oh, some old yeah. dude in uh, you know, some, what, some Velcro shoes and some sweats. Yeah. yeah. And whatever, if you like, I'm not saying no one should ever use machines or whatever. But like, it's just all like cable operated machine. No, no real free weights except for a couple dumbbells. Yeah, yeah. You go in a high school weight room now, and it looks like an actual weight room, and and how that like a weight room actually looks like at a D1 school with people who actually train to be athletes. And the reason for that is because the old PE teachers and strength coaches were dudes who just were banging weights, gym yeah. rat time, right? And then now those coaches that come in are people who have experience. They maybe they used to go to a CrossFit gym or they watch some, you know, videos online because it's so much just more popular. more more educated. So it's yeah. more educated. And so the trickles down, right? So as people get more educated, cuz what do the kind of the, the worst thing about coaching is also one of the best things about coaching is a lot of people just do what their coach did. Yeah, for right? sure. Right, if they don't for have sure. experience in it. Right? It's like you go to a rec league, rec uh, soccer 
whatever. And that's what does the coach do first thing is all the kids are fucking stretching because when they played soccer when they were seven years old, they stretched first. Circle right. up. Circle yeah. up. Let's go. Dude, there's tons of seven year olds so, ripping hammies. So oh, we better keep time. stretching. You gotta stretch. <laughs> no, it's very common. Yeah. And so, but why do they do it? They do it because that's what their coach did and they don't yeah. know any better, right? Yeah, yeah. And why do you count so, to 10? Because yeah, my coach counted to 10. 10 seems yeah. like a good one. Yeah, yeah. You know, 11 is far too long. The elasticity of my hamstring disappears at seven. Isn't it like you need at least 30 seconds of tension even to like get any effect from stretching? Isn't there like a number? I think that for any long-term benefits, right? So like there's a short-term benefit and a long-term benefit. Um, But so that all comes back to the whole just barbells in general, more more bars in people's hands, growth of CrossFit, growth of weightlifting, all that. And honestly, the growth of YouTube. Yeah. YouTube, fitness YouTube blew up the same time as right. all this stuff was happening. Yeah, yeah. That, like, 2010 and on, like, you just seen this rise in everything at once. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like, I'm obviously biased towards YouTube and podcasts having an impact because that's what all my friends do. Yeah, and podcasts, but, for but, sure. But it's a perfect circle. Absolutely. CrossFit started to get popular. I don't know what the first three CrossFit games looked like, but I imagine there wasn't a lot of people Two, there. 2007. Yeah. Uh, Danny was there. I was, well, I was at the second. The first year I was going to go, I just started CrossFit, and then I ended up not going. But then the next year, 2008, I went, oh, yeah, I was at fucking Castro's Ranch. Yeah, no like, one's there. No, they're selling, like, beers for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, seriously. Yeah. They had, like, a tent, and they had ice chests, and they were selling Costco beers they got at Costco, dollar or two bucks for imports. You want a Corona or something? Oh, yeah. the fancy yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Import. Uh-huh. Yeah, but guys were drinking between events. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, that's eating. That's old school fun. barbell stuff. I mean, that's yeah. strongman. That's Highland Games. But then you go to, and I think the first one I went to, I might be wrong. Don't quote me. But maybe 2013, 14, 15. It's in a fucking an arena in LA, yeah. and yeah. it's Staples more. Center. It's more packed than or than Home Depot Center. Home yeah, Depot Home Depot Center. Excuse me. It's yeah. more. It's Stop more up. packed than their football. And I think it was was a university, not Dominguez, but it's uh, Dominguez Hills. Dominguez is up Hills. Here. Uh, it's Dominican, I think, or no? I think it's Dominguez Hills. Yeah, maybe it is Dominguez Hills, mm-hmm. and Dominicans up here. I get yeah. confused. But the the stadium is more packed than any of their football games. That's for yeah. damn sure. Yeah. And, and now I haven't been to the Wisconsin one, but I assume it's still very popular. For that, oh, you're, you're talking like selling through uh, 16,000 tickets a day yeah. for five days straight. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's like a state fair or something type event. Like, if, if you guys haven't gone, I actually do recommend you go because it is a lot of fun. And again, it's just about, you know, everyone you're looking at. And this is what's different than the Arnold's. Like, that person knows what a squat is. This person knows what a clean is. Like, that's yeah. cool. I'm not a weightlifter, but I know what it is. I'm semi educated. Yeah. I got a lot of friends. It's cool to be around, again, like minded humans. And you don't get that in other fitness people. But like Dean said, it's all that. It's CrossFit getting popular around 2013. It's YouTube. It's people like you guys building a brand and culture that complement these things to really elevate. And I don't think you, we could have planned it if we wanted to. Even if we, had, not. If we had Kelly Stred on the phone and us and Reebok and, and Bart and my buddy, like all these, I don't think you can elevate. No. It kind of was just a perfect storm. And I think things have topped off in terms of growth. I have a bunch of nerdy friends that are really into analytics and what's happening in the world. But it hasn't stopped growing and it hasn't gone down. General barbell squats, the Google search for squat or whatever, right? Like right. the growth was so fucking insane for five years that we couldn't keep up that pace. Otherwise, grandma would be a weightlifter. Yeah. But like, yeah, she probably should. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't disagree. Good for bone density. Yeah, but but like but like the, the the popularity of the sport in general, the revolution of it again, going back to this building, going back to you guys weightlifting, like it's crazy. I don't know if there's ever been any, and maybe it's because I'm not in other niches, but I don't think there's been other things like this. The rally car racing hasn't got that growth spurt you no know? well it's it's anybody exactly. can do it yeah. to yeah. some level yeah, yeah. it's very it's like so inclusive right and it, and the community for the most part is yeah. so welcoming and motivating you know it's and, and i think there's something else to it also which is that it's fun 
but it likes other stuff. Maybe they're fun or they're fun to watch, right? So not only everyone can do it, but you also know that it's actually good for you. Yeah. Right? It's like you said, like, say there's, like, whatever, rally car racing. It's like you're watching, you're like, oh, man, like, well, I don't really, I'm not going to go buy a car, and there's not a race I can enter, whatever. And then plus, you're like, plus, I might fucking die. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's that, that, that happens to people in that thing. No, it's very, you know? it's very few. The only other one I can think about is maybe gaming and Twitch recently. Yeah, uh, no, that's, that's kind of the, that's the new one. Right. That's that where, like, you're like, oh, he's really good. I'm okay. Maybe I could play and be better, or, or at least you can relate on something. It, you it's can interesting because it's going the opposite direction, though. Right. And so whereas it's this groundswell of like your everyday man does it and now esports are getting more popular. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's not you know, like there's been and I guess everything started this way, I guess when you think about it. But I'm saying, you know, like there's been like weightlifting's been in the Olympics for however long, right? Yeah. But now you're getting this swell of peop- more amateurs doing it. Yeah, yeah local yeah. local right? level. Whereas like gaming is the exact flip. Uh, you in know, a way, yeah, in yeah, a way, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah, esports yeah. is getting more popular, right? But really, you have this massive base, yeah, yeah, right, of all these yeah. amateurs, and then now you're it's starting to actually grow the other way, yeah. And that one's a little more trackable too, probably because like you guys are around my age, I think. Like mm-hmm. Nintendo came out in our age, yeah. yeah. So exactly. it makes sense that now we are right. adults, we have some money, and we're still playing video games, and we can buy video, right? Like the right. Col- that one's more just like a generational culture thing. Like, right. clearly, it's more popular than it was in the '80s because. All they had was fucking asteroids or whatever the game, you know. <laughs> and, and it's Atari. very comparable because it's it's you and your controller, or it's you and your barbell. Yeah, yeah. It's well, kind 100%. of. A, it's kind of your success is up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And everything we talk about is too uh, a lot at work. But like everything is a learned skill. Yeah. Right. Like you may not be the best in the world at something, but you can definitely, if you do more of it, you get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And that's everything. Right. So that that definitely translates to video games as well. Like if you play more, you're gonna get better. Yeah. You know, yeah, I played a that, lot of that, hours. Seeing that improvement, Doomsday. and that's part of what makes those Same. things so appealing and and uh, addicting, right? Yeah. Same with lifting weights. Like I couldn't lift this before, now I can. Yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing. Like, I couldn't make pass this level before. Now I can. Yeah, I heard uh, gaming guys say PR, and I, I swear they had to take it from us. Like, personal <laughs> record kill or kill record. They'll say kill record, too, but, like, how many kills they got in a game. I swear I heard a dude say PR. I'm like, this dude's got to lift. And that's something I noticed, too, yeah. is a lot of these guys are understanding. Because the typical gamer is either 100 pounds and does caffeine and Taco Bell, or is 400 pounds and, <laughs> and does, does too caffeine mu- and Taco too Bell. Too much Taco Bell. No, 100%. That's literally who they are. But uh, there's a couple guys now that they're into lifting. They're yeah. tweeting about it. I follow all these gamer guys. They're tweeting about squats. Yeah. They're like, hell, yeah. Tifu, he's got swole. Dude, you got real swole. Yeah, real swole. <laughs> there's some controversy around yeah, that swole. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but all those guys are doing it. There's a couple other guys on phase that are like trainers. Yeah. And then a couple esports team I've heard hired trainers for the mental and physical health and endurance yeah. of, of their gamers. It's for sure. It's kind of something similar, and you can make whatever argument you want out there. I don't give a fuck what you think, but like NASCAR and gaming, right? There's like, is it a physical athletic sport? I don't really care about the semantics, whether esports is an athlete or not, but there is some type of mental and semi physical endurance to pay attention that long. To focus that long. Yeah, yeah. tournaments go five hours for a whole right. weekend. Yeah. It's like golf. No, yeah, for 100%. <laughs> it's just, it's you, just different. You, you see yeah. that, that getting more fit. Uh, and helping their performance in the esports, that's interesting because you also you, you're seeing that more and more in other activities where nobody cared before. Yeah, right. Like golf is an obvious one. Like people see yeah. that. That's something that's been happening now for whatever yeah. ten or maybe Skate, maybe Tiger, skateboarding. ten or fifteen years. Yeah. Skate. That's what it was. I was trying to remember exactly what it was the other day. We're talking about skateboarding. So these pro skaters, you know, it's 
you don't get as many of the fucking street rat thrasher guys yeah, yeah. out there. You know, guys are out there lifting. Yeah. Dean is a lot. We well, got like Miles, like Miles Silva's is a local pro from Sacramento. He's probably arguably some people would say like you know one of the best skaters in the world. Yeah. And guess what he hair. guess what he does? Yeah. Some he, kind of CrossFit or he, something. He trains with at CSP. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, that. Doing like, doing yeah doing like you know strength conditioning. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I mean, and we, he eat and he eats healthy. And yeah, he eats yeah, good. Uh, yeah. When we were here back in the loves day, coffee. Uh, there was a whole team of BMX coffee. Yeah. BMX racing guys. We had uh, like five of them. One of them, I think, even had a uh, whether it was an X Games or maybe even at that point, it was in the Olympics. Olympic trials. Yeah, he yeah. had like a bronze or something. You know, like they're all yeah. like BMX guys. And they're in here box squatting. Robin, and then, Robinson. Maybe he was small name, little dude. So. Yeah, yeah, little dude. Yeah, <laughs> but but sure. that's how everybody. It, Wiz Khalifa put it up a post. He's box squatting and some oh, with, tie oh, with, kicking Wiz shoes. Khalifa's the other day. fucking ripped right. Yeah, now. you want you want to put on a good show. You got to have energy. No, you that's one hundred percent. Yeah, the the big one back in the day or not back in the day five years ago was Rick Ross getting right. a CrossFit trainer. CrossFit. Rossfit baby, huh? So Garrett, Garrett, <laughs> Garrett Fisher, yeah. local boy, yeah, right. Um, anyway, he was one uh, trained Rick yeah. Ross. The so Reebok and CrossFit partnered on this thing. Yeah, because I think it was thing. even sponsored by shoes by Reebok. Uh, it was Rick because Ross, it, was, yeah. it was with the Reebok contract when Reebok first signed the agreement with CrossFit. It was like a year into that agreement, and Garrett Fisher was a really popular CrossFit at the time, competing in the games and everything. And his mom was going to my gym. Like, the, he's from, you know, local area. Yeah. And so, yeah, so then it was, like, this funny thing. Like, Rick Ross, like, you know, I'm tired of being fucking fat. Yeah. And so they moved Garrett to Miami, <laughs> and they put him up in this penthouse, which was fucking dope. He, had the, he was overlooking the whole bay. Like, it was this really nice spot. And that was his job for, like, a year. Yeah, is dope. he would go to Ross's house, and he would train Ross and some of his guys there if they wanted to work out, too. And then he would hang out on South Beach, hang yeah. on the beach, and that's Just what he sounds did. Sounds like a life. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to circle too far back to like the to the skateboarding thing because yeah, I it. I love skateboarding, oh, but yeah, you know, it. but it's like. <laughs> You look at like these big brands coming in where there's like also like kind of mixed emotions on like a Red Bull coming into this like skateboarding is a very small community. Yeah. I would honestly argue it's even smaller than like the lifting community. Maybe it's small, but I people think it. it's this big thing. Right. But there are because some the culture so strong. For That's sure. Yeah. For sure. It's yeah. such a dedicated and strong culture, but it's actually very, very small. And you get these big companies coming in like Nike and Adidas, yeah. Red Bull, Rockstar, Monster, blah, blah, blah. And... But what they're doing with these young adults and men and women is they're they're making huge training facilities like in L.A. Yeah. Like if you're on Red Bull, you have the most state of the art training facility with personal trainers at your expo at your um, whatever uh, at any time. Yeah, you can walk in there and get a workout in with the best equipment you can money can buy, and you're got proper nutrition. And it's only elevating the sport yeah. with like quality skating. Like people are going bigger, they're they lasting to. longer, they're getting less injured because they're more prepared. They're not just waking up. Yeah. You know, like they're similar as gamers, just eating Taco Bell and Monster back in the day. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's it, totally changed. Skateboarding seems like rip, such a no brainer. Bongs and yeah, Taco Bell. Yeah. They it might seems still like, rip the bongs, but they're still working out and getting <laughs> so do the gamers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. It seems like yeah, such right. a no brainer for that because like what is skateboarding? It's like gymnastics mixed with like circuistry. Yeah. A lot of like like you're flying fucking there, whipping around seven. 20 like you got to have some coordination and your yeah. body's got to be able to whip around like it seems like such a no-brainer and that's every sport like i'm sure jockey we had well, a jockey in here i think once or maybe it was just short and i'm oh, being mean yeah I, I, I learned, <laughs> i've learned a little bit about that but i heard those guys are jacked yeah oh for sure they have to be yeah like true, true, snowboarding snowboarding's a great yeah. example yeah. Yeah. how much Lindsay course strength. all jack now and, and same idea i think people rip her and and i do too because i'm not a big Dwayne the rock johnson fan and we can dig into that to another day if we'd like <laughs> but uh like they're the Under Armour, he's lifting weights. Kevin Hart's trying to get Jack. Like it's it really is like such a wave of like he's squatting. 
Like, like they're fucking well, squatting. An, you know, like that still blows my mind. Talk about the culture, the whole thing, too, is like who is the arguably the most influential person, uh, you know, maybe in the world right now, most popular podcast with Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like Joe Rogan has more pool, more listeners than maybe anybody else. Oh. And he talks about fucking working out yeah. meat healthy. And, and oh, like you particulars. Should eat, you should eat meat and vegetables and you should do, you should do hill sprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the, and all the shit he's saying is, is real. You know, he's not saying like, uh, oh, you know, whatever, I had this, uh, you know, personal training at the local gym who just took this online test and he has me doing like curls and shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, nah, man, like I was sprinting up this hill barefoot and I eat meat and vegetables and like, you know, like actual yeah. fitness advice. Yeah. And so then it's, you take that and that's the, you know, like I said, one of the most influential people. Yeah. That definitely has a cultural impact. 100%. We're seeing fitness like placed into all these things that we were already interested in now. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. everybody's adding fitness, whether it's stage performance for a rap concert yeah. Whether it's yeah. you know recreational sports or it's gaming, it's like fitness is connected to all that yeah. now and in, uh, in 2020, which is like something that nobody could have like seen coming. No, 100 percent. Because even Rogan, yeah. Rogan, ten years ago, a skinny little comedian, right? Yeah. Twenty years ago, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. It looked like a nobody. He probably didn't eat anything, and he just talked on stage. And personally, I don't think he was that funny at the time. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> his his biggest sponsor was the. Uh, Fleshlight? Yeah, the Fleshlight. His only sponsor was the Fleshlight. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Did he have yeah, his own got, got like uh, design, so flesh, pro model? The Fleshlight, Aubrey Marcus. <laughs> Not so far as I know, but. Here comes more 50% facts. Aubrey Marcus, who owns On It with Rogan's yeah. uncle, was the inventor of the Fleshlight. Yeah, I heard and that. And now the On It uh, HQ is in the old Fleshlight warehouse. Oh, awesome. God, I hope that's true. No, I'm pretty damn sure it's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty damn sure it's true. That's fantastic. Yeah. I remember hearing that Aubrey Marx's uncle invented yeah. or something like that. Yeah, the sex industry Sounds mixing right. with some squats. Yeah. What a great world. Uh, yeah. I would not be surprised if there's like <laughs> See, workout routines and, for that. There's got to be. And all of that and how it is like infiltrating all these different aspects, like that, that shit fires me up because that's something we talk about with caffeine and kilos all the time. And, and a big part of why we do what we do is like we really believe in like a healthy, active lifestyle. Like you'll be happier. Like do yeah. you want to be happier? You should probably eat better and work out. Yeah. Like that's it. Like that's what it takes. And maybe that's not going to solve all of your inner self-esteem issues yeah, or yeah. whatever you got going on over there. <laughs> Tons but, of issues. But I'll tell you what, it'll it'll get you from zero to one. That's for damn sure. No, 100%. You start eating better and and, uh, and exercising, you know? Or just getting and outside and moving. Yeah, yeah, getting outside and moving. Keep you know? moving. And that's what we t- Keep going. And uh, <laughs> Mike Posner getting all into yeah. exercise and shit now. Anyway, so the, the thing is, that's we talk about all the time, too, like, if somebody with the coffee, for example, and like caffeine kills products, it's like, if you get up that morning and you make caffeine kills coffee, like, you know, we're a fitness brand yeah. and you're making that, like you are casting a vote. You're saying I'm the type of person who is into fitness. Mm. Like you are. Yeah, yeah. And so if you do that, like you're, you are no question in my mind, you're more likely to go to the gym that day and to make healthier choices overall. Yeah. yeah. Having just drank our coffee in the morning or put on because that shirt, you put, put on, on that, that shirt. Yep. Yeah. You're like, it's yeah. the idea of like everything you do, every action you take, you're casting a vote for the type of person you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so if you are putting on that shirt that represents a fitness brand, you're basically saying like, I'm the type of person who believes in fitness, a healthy, active lifestyle. You brew that coffee. You fucking know you're brewing that coffee. You're going, all right, hey, I'm drinking this thing. I you am, can get coffee from anybody else. Right? Sure. I am into fitness, right? I mean, obviously it has to taste good. That helps. Right, right. But it's like, if it's good and it, you have this now relationship with fitness just from brewing a cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah, I think there's, again, m- m- random stats in my head but there's some fact of like 
first date you should take her to a roller coaster because then your adrenals are high and everyone falls in love that way or something like that. Uh, some bullshit I've read probably 20 years ago. But In a maxim? Get yeah, those, yeah, yeah, get yeah, that fear yeah, fucking in. Yeah, raise my testosterone going over a loop-to-loop -loop <laughs> and I get more jacked or something. I don't know. Drink breast milk. I don't know. I've read a lot of weird things. But <laughs> breast uh, probably You wonder really how all that's you. working out. Yeah, and here I am fat and trying to open a gym. So... Uh, but going back to why skateboard culture might be so tight or such a thing and weightlifting might be a thing, and I was joking, but I'm not. There is something about physical exertion with a group of, of friends or community to really tie you in. And even gaming to some extent. Uh, I forgot who. I was on a podcast, someone else's podcast, and they were talking about how some of the best conversations they've ever had with their boys was through gaming. Oh, 100%. Because you're playing four hours. And same with lifting. Like in between sets, if you're lifting, lifting, not really doing whatever. You know, you're like you hard squat. I'm loading up your weight. We're kind of chatting about whatever. But like your mind's kind of... something in common. Yeah, your mind's kind of a different place and you can get into things or gaming. You're gaming for like four hours. Like you're randomly like... I've gamed with a bunch of buddies. Shout out to all my boys, Prof, and these guys. He's from Belgium. I know everything about the guy. I never met him once. Yeah. We just well, game for a year straight. You're, yeah. you're, you're meditating together. No, you're in some kind of playing, flow. When yeah. you're playing the game, you're not thinking about the fucking bill that's due. Yeah. You're not thinking about yeah. the, you know, whatever, the car accident you got in last week or your mom that's sick yeah. or whatever the fuck's going on in your life. That's not what's going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Right now, you're lifting these weights, and that takes concentration. Right now, you're playing this game, and that's what you're concentrating on, right? And so you're almost like meditating together. Yeah, right? and you learn weird little things like oh I, I know dean likes to be quiet when he's serious because this is like his close to his pr so when dean's going for a pr i'm gonna give him a little space or oh i know i, lo I know dean loves it when i slap on so then it, you bring that into life you bring it into business you bring it into gaming whatever it is like oh that guy likes to be hyped up oh this guy likes you know whatever whatever yeah, it might be you sure, learn a shit sure. ton about each other and obviously everything we ever always do and i'm sure there's some study we quote but like it, it is human interaction it's tribalism so, it's it's like finding all these niches to feel closer and more alike because we feel so isolated as humans the, the yeah. need to belong is one of the now more than ever is yeah. one, well, it's, one of the, it's one of the primal instincts too like you talk yeah. about like lizard brain instincts and shit the need to belong is is one of the strongest survival instincts that people have yeah. right mm -hmm. because back in the day you're living by yourself in a cave you're somewhere <laughs> your odds of surviving are a lot lower than if you're living with a community a group of people so needing to belong is a is a something that's just in all of us yeah and another thing going to crossfit and it, i think all this stupid stuff's gone where weightlifter hates powerlifter powerlifter hates crossfitter and whatever dumb shit i i like to think me and jim and you guys for sure but we're a part of the everything every community has an issue yeah. for sure but we can all i mean you got to respect it man we can like, all come together on the run, one roof and and you know how many powerlifters can barely pull 400 no offense to all you little dudes out there but there's weightlifters putting that over their fucking head you right. can barely deadlift yeah. it to your right. dick and this dude's putting it overhead you got to show right. a little respect whether you like it or not i don't care and same with crossfit like i can do a couple muscle ups but i can't do 50 in a row and and then go do some snatches or something like right. i don't want to do that either but right. you got to respect <laughs> what they look like what they lift like what they move like uh, and we've interviewed no, obviously you guys and other CrossFit community members for our whole whatever right. tenure career. Point being, there's flaws in each of them, but there is a community and a like-minded, again, the CrossFitter knowing what a heavy snatch looks like, me knowing, me even just cleaning a, a one month with Ben, now knowing how bad that fucking hurts. Like, <laughs> you got people at the gym, like, we've had people tell us this, They're like, oh yeah, you know, we were thinking about moving, but we just couldn't the thought of finding another gym just fuck that yeah we're staying here yeah well, that's the goal you know and that, that yeah, and that's what because that's what makes them happy and that's, that's what makes them happy that's where yeah. all their friends are and that's what like their highlight of their day yeah my only know? friends now are from the gym 
Yeah. Even Kyle, who's opening the gym with us, his cousin was my training partner, Bryce. You yeah. probably know him. He, he benched with us at Super Training. Like, yeah, yeah, With yeah. one leg. Yeah, that's yeah, his yeah. cousin. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. so they're oh, cool. cousins. Like, that's the only reason and I met Bri- him. Bryce used to hang, come and hang out at CK once yeah. in a while. You, I thought you were going to met Kyle his mom at the all gym. The time. I thought, what was that on his first day or last day there? Yeah. <laughs> Same day? <laughs> yeah, so that's – but uh, he's an Elk Grove guy too. But, yeah, like the communities are so small when you're like, oh, he bench presses, I bench press. All right, yo, you want to bench press on Tuesday? And then – the rest of it goes turns to history. Yeah, and everyone's confused. Like, nah, man, Mondays. <laughs> yeah. I'm busy Mondays. I'm, I'm standing here monitoring this 24 hour auction. But um, yeah, we're trying to buy some. You're trying to buy, I don't think we're buying anything. To tell you the truth, yeah. and and I, all I'm getting is a circling basketball because it's not so. actually a 24 hour auction. It's no, like a four no, hour auction. no. And it, it all comes down to the last few minutes, and they keep extending five minutes or ten minutes or whatever. If you oh, bid at the it's last a fucking minute. racket. Yeah, yeah, it is totally a racket. It's not eBay rules. Yeah, we no. got we got so lucky with these platforms that are so nice, and then we're like, fuck it, dude. We're we're auction gods. Are those from the from the college? Those are from yeah, Sac State. From Sac I remember State. you taking off the the old. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. that's cool. That's why it's yeah. so messy right now. They were like already scuffed and like. But I love that it's a part of the city, though. It right? is one hundred percent. That's that's makes it so much more special. Yeah, yeah. and and like as you guys know, as meathead meatheads, like uh, any platform you build is going to be nice and it'll save some equipment. Feel good. These are like three thousand dollars. Really nice. no, those yeah, are they're, nice. Yeah. Ones, they're a yeah. foot fucking deep platform. They're built to last with yeah. you know four hundred pound linebackers lifting on. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, Dan, you guys know Fat Dan. Like he <laughs> lifted all these back in the day. He said that's sick. Yeah. Maybe probably Ben too. Yeah, yeah, probably because he was coaching. One hundred percent. Yeah, Marcus and Dan sent us pictures of them lifting on it, which on funny. these platforms. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, everything, every business goes through a cycle, and we're talking about CrossFit a lot about the they, all the changes that CrossFit really brought to everything. So, like, what is your read on the current state of CrossFit? And like, maybe where, we can fill people it in. Going? Are we going to the political side? Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, I think we, we should go there because we'll, you go, probably, we'll go anywhere. Because yeah. I think you're more informed than me. Um, so we have COVID Cro- going on, which Cro- is really weird. CrossFit's actually in a really good place right now. Okay, that's, that's good. The, the question. And the, the reason why, uh, and this is, I'm somewhat of an outsider. Like, I'm not in there. Yeah, yeah. Inner working meetings. But, you know, so Greg Glassman sold the entire company. Right. And that was something I did not think was going to happen. When the shit kind of hit the fan and he made some tweets that got a lot of people riled up yeah. and there's a whole lot going on there. People are like, well, if he, you know, he needs to basically get out of the picture and he stepped down as CEO. And, and then a lot of people said, well, he needs to completely divest his interest because if, you know, the company's making profits, he's still making some. And I thought, well, that's just not going to fucking happen. Yeah. And I was wrong. So he sold the entire company. He no longer has any stake in it or whatever. I think that, that I think there was something in the deal about a portion, like 1% or some shit, like it goes to his kids. You know, so, but like, so, but yeah, like, who's going to bitch about that type thing, right? Like, like, no matter what you may have said or done. Yeah, the main, the main goal. Your children having 1% of this thing is no, you know, whatever. If, and I'm not totally sure on all the details. He just set up a That was part of it. That was part of it. Um, And then outside of that, like, the company is completely in new hands now. And the guy who bought it uh, got his money from building a giant tech company and and all that type of thing and so he's talking about doing a lot more support for the affiliates doing things for the affiliates and as far as coming out with official crossfit apps that do different things that'll help serve their members and serve their clients Mm. and doing more business coaching the things that it was missing honestly the the most because that's what you hear right the franchise you pay a little bit and then they disappear rather than like even a mcdonald's well so very different so the the crossfit affiliate mod it's an affiliate not a franchise okay so a franchise you come in and they say rules this is how you flip a hamburger right and this is the equipment that you buy and this is the all that crossfit it's like you just pay to be able to use the name 
right? So you pay a flat fee, which yeah. is honestly cheap as shit. Like even like whatever now it's $3,000 a year yeah, that is or really something, cheap. right? And then you can use the name and you get various benefits such as like you're listed on the website and, and it's a very real thing. People search CrossFit near me yeah, and yeah. find you that way, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's definitely beneficial in just that one aspect. Alone. Just that one aspect. How many members do you need that are paying 150 bucks a month to make up your three? You need two people because you have it in your name and yeah, you yeah. accept the affiliate fee. But part of that is there was very much a libertarian cream rise to the top. That's like the extent of what we do. Like we've helped facilitate um, training certifications and they can use the name. And then how you run your business is got fucking nothing to do with me. Yeah. And there's a benefit to that. And it's true. The people who, and then it created like a little, you know, outside market to that. And then people who got good at it, sold their systems and, and different things like that. Mm. So the new guy, Eric Rosen as he's more on, well, we can make, maintain that model, but we can give more support. Like, why don't we say, hey, best practices. Hey, by the way, out of all these, you know, 10,000 CrossFit gyms, the top 1,000 grossing gyms, this is the way they do it. Yeah. Right? Or like we found that, or there's these three main models. There's an open class model. There's a closed class model. And there's a whatever else model yeah. and of hybrid model. And this is how they do those. And they found if you follow one of these, and if you follow these particular things within that, you have a lot better odds of success. Here's how to decide how you price things. Here's the best way to bring in a new member, right? Like the basic things, instead of having someone sign up and jump into your class, and have no fucking idea what they're doing. You could do an onboarding process. And here's what people have found is have had success for them doing that. This marketing, how do you get new members? Well, we've found, you yeah, know, yeah. the top 10 gyms do these things, right? And so there was zero of that before. Right. And so people who would look those things up and learn them on their own, ton of success. People who just have never done a business and maybe aren't real um, hobbyist gyms, hobbyist gyms. They struggle because yeah. they don't know those things and they're not finding those things out. So that's why I say, I think it's in a good place because the thing that really pissed most people off and why a lot of people were leaving or threatening to leave, um, it completely answered their call. Yeah. They said, we want nothing to do with this fucking guy. And he sold the company, got out of there completely. That's what and I then wonder. The, and then the new guy's actually like, okay, now we're going to do these things. What is everybody's, what's everybody been bitching about? Yeah, Cause he owned a gym. Everyone's been bitching about these. We're going to address those issues. That's what I wonder, though, and not to put you on the spot by any means, Danny. Oh, go for you're, it. Well, because you're not the voice of CrossFit. Nah, you just have a lot of experience. I can't be today. Yeah, but just to open the conversation is <laughs> like, so the whole thing relied, uh, sat around the George Floyd incident, right? And then that's where he made some very offhanded tweets, in my opinion. Well, that set, the, that set so, it in motion. Right, so that's what I think is even deeper here. So then, um, and I'm a cynic, and I, what I noticed being self-reflective is I used to uh, be uh, I used to like say my, speak my mind more in the beginning of the podcast even and then and then I started being like all right well now I have which got us in trouble with CrossFit one time yeah it did and okay. but I'm gonna do that again I think uh, and that's what I've decided to do is now more people agree with you than you when I'm 32 years old and I just don't give a fuck anymore but for a while there I was playing this stupid game to make friends and to be PR like and whatever and that's where that my cynical jadedness haterness comes out right now is I saw a plethora of high-level athletes in CrossFit, people that are involved there business-wise right. or whatever, make these comments right after that happened. Right. I can't believe Glassman. This is a deeper problem. CrossFit has a lot of issues in the racial territory, uh, and we have a lot of issues here to fix. I don't know what I'm doing. And I saw this, and just like everything else, maybe they meant it, maybe they didn't. The cynic in Mike says they didn't because everything was copy pasta all over the Instagram. And some people might have, I'm not calling out anyone in particular because there's thousands of athletes right. that wrote this. 
And I'm sure some of them had really kind hearts when they meant to write it. For sure. For sure. And I s- assume some were just playing the game, which I hate. And then Glassman steps down, or first he does right, the transition that you spoke about, and well, then I hear nothing. Everyone's like, yep, racism gone. CrossFit's cool again. So We got a new owner, and like you explained, the business part, that sounds great well, that he's helping affiliates more, but like, if also, there's this in the, deeper issue... In the interim, there's actually a lot more things that took place. I'm, I'm sure um, there is, because so. I haven't read up on it, and that's why I didn't want to put you on the spot to be the voice of oh, CrossFit I, or anything. I will be today. Uh, but I'll be the uh, voice of anything. But that's my, that's my issue with all of this, too. And, and people could say, like, well, Mike, you're not posting this. Like, well, fuck you, dude. I'm doing right. what I can. In the background, me and Jim have plans to do our part what we think in our community here right. at this gym and we're and trying and to make cool. a change and I, yeah I just don't need to tweet about it every day right. uh, but that's and maybe these people do too you know maybe I am being a hater and maybe these other people within CrossFit or For these sure. other athletes have taken steps to maybe try to fix things or look at issues and resolve them but to me it seems like everyone's just playing this game in right. June and then now Glassman's well, gone like well so, we're, the, we're, we're a utopian uh, workout system again yeah yeah so a few things though just for just knowledge yeah right? hit him, is, hit him. Is, so what happened actually is before Glassman actually sold the or before the sale was announced right I'm sure there's things in the work but he stepped down as CEO and then he um, the role was taken over by Dave Castro yep. and they caught some shit for that because Dave had been around as long as they're like, whatever Greg's been doing Dave's seen it and whatever which is like anyway that's yeah. a whole other thing but it's true he'd been around the company for a long time and you know is it really that much of a change right. or whatever is there a new perspective happening but you know what happened in the two two or three weeks two or three weeks that he was the CEO before the sale was announced and Eric took over is during that time they there was three or four different initiatives that came out um, one for example there's no communication with affiliates they start a weekly email going out to the affiliate owners telling what's up then what they did is they said people don't have a voice and they each region should have a voice so they started giving their now each region has a representative. So as an cool. affiliate owner, you can talk to somebody, yeah. you have a guy to call, yeah. and he actually is on the phone with CrossFit once a week or whatever, right? Sure. And then in addition, they said, okay, the racial things, the inner city things, we need to do a better job of that. You're right. So this is what we're doing. We are putting together a group of athletes, a group of people who are going to help guide us in making sure like the CrossFit games and that type of stuff is more you know, equitable or make sure things are up and up. It's not just somebody making the rules, but there's a panel of people, right? Then in addition to that, they said, you know what else? We need to start doing more. You're right. We need to start doing more stuff in the communities that have the biggest health issues, right. which is minority communities generally. When and going so, to like the general model of affiliate, you're like, all right, well, if everyone's an affiliate, if I could charge 400 bucks a month, I'm going to charge 400 bucks a month. Right. And so what, you know, and so what like, they, one right. thing they already, they already did the first one is they said, okay, we're going to start doing uh, more things with uh, inner city and with that type of stuff. And so then in Atlanta, they already held a, a certification that did CrossFit level one certification that was free to the local community and for kids. And it was in uh, a gym that's in downtown Atlanta helped with it. And then they brought in the coaches they brought to that half of the coaches there, the coaching staff's ethnicity mirrored the attendees. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Which what, is what are the, the bigger issue? You didn't just CrossFit, go drop yeah. six white guys into the middle of this thing and yeah. say, okay, what? which not that they'd be less knowledgeable, but the people, you know, you got these 17 year old kids who are listening. Right. Are they going to listen to some, somebody who looks more like you and you feel like you can relate with, right. you're probably going to get more you're out more of. likely to be, get into right. fitness perhaps, which, or more likely to get into superheroes again, talking hu- about black Panther, human instincts, yeah, human instincts, right? Also yeah. the people that, who look like you imitate you of sure. things in common, you trust more. That's just instinctual, yeah. you know? Anyway, so they already did that, and they have plans to do more of those. That's cool. And so it wasn't just like um, 
okay, he's gone, everything's fixed. He's that's gone, what you hear, fine. About, right? So, so those really are the polarizing, yeah, of course. in your face yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of those things were set up before the sale even happened. That's cool. And so a lot of people, even before the sale was finalized, were coming around because, okay, like everyone said, these were their main three or four beefs, and actually all of these were kind of systematically addressed in a different, and not just like a one-time fix. This was like, this is what we're going to do, and this is our plan to continue doing this. Yeah, that's dope. And this is what we're going to do, and our plan to continue doing that. And then the sale happened as well. Um, now, there were a bunch of also, uh, like, sexual misconduct allegations that came out afterwards. Yeah, there, was, there was layers that were, that were finally coming out yeah. once this, the wheels right. were in motion. Then it started unraveling a whole yeah. bunch of other shit. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of that was addressed because it was primarily this, this per, the one individual was the main cause of that. But yeah. then also, like, the Nicole Carroll, she was really high in the company, the highest female executive in the company. She had stepped down. Um, at, you know, at one point when before when, this, no, like During after it. Glassman's tweet and all that shit started going yeah. down, she's like, you know what? Like this is off the rails. Yeah. A lot of people hung around cause they know what the good that overall CrossFit is doing. Yeah. And so it's easy to justify or to like, well, I don't want to blow the whistle on this because look at this overall good that's yeah. happening. And if we bring this guy down, it's going to, this whole fucking house of cards is going to crumble. And then, you know, then yeah. what? Right. So anyway, so she had stepped down, and then after they started putting all these things in place, the sale goes through. She actually got hired back. She went back to the That's company cool. to do it. So it's it's not just people from the outside. Yeah, yeah. People that are there in it have hopefully seen some change. Stepped away and come back as well. Yeah, because it is. It's a whole can of worms. I've, I saw some of the interviews. A lot of it lined up with us uh, getting the keys here, so I wasn't as <laughs> informed on it. I was a little preoccupied but uh just a little bit yeah you pr- you put that out perfectly because because that's all these issues you hear it in whatever I- industry or whatever company and then you hear the headline you hear the anti-headline and then and then now we disappear and you hope for some change and some things happening but you just well, you never cycle. know on to the next yeah thing. yeah and there are some people who um had really sort of evolved past the need for the the right. relationship with crossfit i'm thinking like jason kalipa you know the Storettes. yeah you know they don't they don't need CrossFit as much as an average affiliate owner is going to yeah, need. Yeah, or CrossFit. maybe even CrossFit needs them. Yeah, it's maybe more the other way around. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what the current. I know that I know Jason stepped away, but I don't know if he's if he's well. So here's back he's or, had and, he's had one foot out for a long time. Right. Yeah, he has for a really long time. Like it, yeah, all the big affiliates that that officially deaffiliate or that type of yeah they and that's and that's nothing new. That's been going. That's A's old story. Right? Yeah, like yeah. back in 2012, there was you know a few people that Rob Wolf is and that, Catalyst and, uh, and all those type of guys and things and, about that. Uh, Opex, I think that was a little Opex, before Opex, that, right? wasn't Opex. it? Yeah, it was around in 2010, yeah. 2012, yeah, yeah. somewhere around there. Those guys were like the guys yeah. in CrossFit, right? That everyone looked up to and stuff like that, and even power athlete, right? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. John Wellborn. And so they, they all kind of have these run-ins and kind of, you know, I think people, I'm nothing against any of those people, sure. by the way, but they, you know, you, you start to get a little more popularity and you start to kind of realize maybe I don't need these right. people because you've built up an audience and then your tolerance for bullshit drops significantly. So then something happens where maybe five years ago, if it happened, you would just deal with yeah. it. But now it happens. And you're like, yeah, you know what? I don't really need this shit. That's the explosive growth of CrossFit though, right? It's those exact years that it grew what a hundredfold in yeah, five years so then like wildfire yeah it's yeah. bound to happen right. uh whether it be negative whether yeah, it be justified or not it, off. yeah it just happens you, you can't have that kind of control of a company that maybe glassman did have or wanted and 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 still have that growth right. things are going to happen absolutely so that's kind of so i th- so that's why i say i think they're good in a good sp- i think they're in a good spot right now as far as how that all goes yeah something good a little bit of a reboot kind of maybe you know like, yeah, like re- a realignment of yeah. goals and, and, and yeah that's exactly it 
and, and like graphs and numbers and all this, it's got to level out. Like it was fucking skyrocketing. And again, the control versus growth maybe got out of control. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm uh, making numbers up, let's just say hundreds at the top, we have a hundred affiliates and we're at the peak of CrossFit. Maybe they need to settle at 80 and now we can control everything and well, it could so be a little bit more. Most of the growth in the last, whatever, five, four, three to five years, I think has been international. Right. Right. And yeah. so the China's the, going ape shit over there with right. fitness. I hear. And, yeah, and also oh, J- man, yeah. Japan, Korea, Japan, Korea, the Philippines, like Asia as a whole, also South America, um, the CrossFit within South America specifically in Brazil specifically, but South America yeah. is growing also a lot. So in the U.S., maybe things have settled or, sure. or stagnated, but international. Um, it's going through that. Is, it's going through that boom going. that the U.S. went through. Right. Yeah, They're yeah, kind of going through that right hopefully now. Hopefully weightlifting, powerlifting, general healthy lifestyle will take a little ripple effect and we'll all be a little better off. Abs- I um, know someone who... Um, uh, I'm not going to say who. Anyway, there's someone who <laughs> does some online programming and sure. stuff and does pretty well with it. And that's an Instagram hack for you is or a Facebook hack, but they're doing an Instagram is they made a like how to do something video yeah, in, yeah. in the fitness industry. I'm saying real broad here. Yeah. yeah. Um, how to do something in the fitness industry. And then what they did is they ran ads to it uh, in Brazil. Yeah. And the got the views and the click through just went through the fucking roof. Now are all those people going to sign on their program? Maybe not. Yeah, but yeah. now you have this ad that has more social proof than you can ever imagine. Mm. And now you run that ad in the U.S. and it gets way more reach, yeah, yeah. way more clicks, better everything because you uh, you already got all the data and everything. And that that basically you juice you can juice your posts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, by sending it to Brazil. That's crazy. I would never have thought of that. <laughs> Take Holy that out shit. of the podcast. That's our secret. Yeah, no, no kidding. Pro tip of the day. Pro tip of the day. Juice your ads in Brazil. Or it works for Indian tech stuff, right? Yeah, so yeah, you want to yeah. do something, you can juice your ads like in India. Um, but fitness stuff, uh, Brazil, South America is where you want to do that. There wow. you go. Moving the gym to Brazil. There you go. Well, because there's not a guy there. Right. There's not like a, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. someone who's a Kalipa no- or whatever. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. He's in China, but yeah. Yeah, he's everywhere. Yeah. It's getting a little warm in here. We'll let the boys go. So yeah, go. sounds good. Let's uh, wrap this up. So where can everybody find y'all? Plug away. Oh, you okay. have an event coming up too, yeah? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the Battle plug. Royale. Yeah, plug out the Battle Royale, dude. Plug out. Not, well, we got, it's a, we're going to do a competition. We can't do the Caffeine Kilos invite because it's in person. So we're doing the Caffeine Kilos Battle Royale. So it's two persons, one, one male, one female. And it's uh, $35 a person to enter. And it comes with a shirt. We ship you a shirt as oh. part of the deal. $1,000 first place, winners take all. And then we have some little fun prizes like best team name, best dress. Shit your like supply that. of fit aid. Like a video, video input kind of deal. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, using so, uh, the, the Wadproof app. You just film your, uh, yeah. your workout. There's a th- it's three workouts in three, workouts three in scores in, in 30 minutes. Yeah, thir- no. yeah, one workout, three scores in 30 minutes. What's a uh, deadline to sign up? Well, the on the September 16th, early bird ends. Okay. And then September 23rd is the deadline. No. So coming up here. Yeah. Excellent. So sign, get a partner, sign up, get your fucking shirt. They're make, dope. Make some money. And then you show up at the gym, you do a workout with somebody else, and you get back in your car driving home an hour later. Game on. We were honestly we were we were like, okay, well what are we what are we gonna do this year? Yeah. Like this is our this is our thing. And all you, you need, know? you just each need a barbell and some weights. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, we were, we were in a weird little space with that. You know, we were like, okay, well, it's like the first year we're like not going to do a, yeah. a competition. Mm. Like this is the soul of our our brand and our thing. And, you know, honestly, to be transparent, we almost kind of were like, do we wait another year? Do we just not do just anything? Yeah, yeah. Bang it out. yeah, yeah. And it was like, man, like, but that's not really our style <laughs> to no. do nothing. So, you know, we figured do something that anybody can do all over the world. Yeah, you know? adapt. 
And I've had this uh, for years. I've been talking about doing this, uh, like the three scores in 30 minutes. That's nothing brand new. There's this one particular style of workout. That I'm like, man, this is what people need to do in competitions. Yeah. People are too soft. And it's not like it's this. <laughs> I agree. No, this it's, it's going to hurt. And it's not like, I mean, it's, yeah, but it's only, you know, it's a short thing. It's sure. like, it's just like a workout. Like I would do. So I would just sometimes a regular workout. I just do in this style just to kind of feel it. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know? Yeah. And uh, I was like, man, competition should do this more. I'm like, this is the answer. <laughs> we'll just do it. You see everyone's pain in video. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So caffeineandkilos.com for that? Uh, go to, yeah. If you go to battle dot caffeine and kilos.com okay you can sign up for that nope. and that's where to find us at caffeine and kilos caffeine and kilos.com that's it that's it that's it easy ladies and gentlemen thanks boys thanks right. yeah, thank pleasure having much. us love i hope the, love the new space my excited goal, for yeah. the future here my goal is what two months we'll have the podcast room going and then so. we'll have you guys in maybe Get we'll them. have some ac we'll have mm. some drinks somewhere to sit and we'll we'll do this again hopefully before the holiday mess that's about to be 2020 holiday season i would love that yeah that'd be fun oh god what's gonna happen during the holiday i kind of now i'm kind of getting excited because i feel like not that it's not dangerous and and some people obviously aren't suffering through covid and but like the world kind of has like a, at least a palm on the ball you know and, and now now we can kind of just see what our t- world kind of turns into i was scared i had some nights where i'm like fuck what the fuck's going on with this you know world, i you think know? that every i think that's you know so funny. everybody my can mom's a little older mm-hmm. you know you start to think these in my business is all you know you, i'm i was people doing like same. us that are you know self-employed people yeah, it's a like, very scary thing fuck, yeah. do i gotta get We're a not job? working for the state my yeah. my wife's set no matter what happens yeah you know? yeah 100 yeah she's working <laughs> at home my, or whatever yeah yeah, yeah but i'm starting to freak out but now that we have a palm and hopefully we're heading towards answers or health or whatever it might be. Now we're just discovering what our world's going to be. And I kind of like that. We just found out yesterday that I, the, the banker that we use at, at, at chase, we've been trying to get a hold of him because we, we have an account for the podcast, but we were trying to yeah, start one for, things. The, for, uh, for the gym and we weren't hearing back from him. We no email, no call, nothing. It's like, fuck. So we, we con- we went in and we've got an appointment with somebody else, whatever. Saturday, we finally set up an account yesterday. He calls me and it's like, yeah, you guys uh, were, we're trying to get a hold of me. And I said, yeah, like, and we weren't hearing anything back. He said, yeah, I had COVID two months. I was sick for two months. Oh, wow. Two months out of work because he was sick. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm at glad he's okay now. On the, yeah. Well, he, he sounded a little, He's not a beat to tell you the <laughs> truth, but I'm I'm sure it's much better than it was. Like, right? I mean, I assume I did. I didn't get into. I didn't give him the whole health quiz, but um, I'm assuming that he was. He Next was time better. you head down the bank, just have him turn his head and cough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the there we go. Plastic things up and shit. Shit's everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's. Sure. I mean, I honestly, I do not see those going away uh, uh, they, even just they might like, just be permanently well, I was gonna say even just for like grossness of humans it's not a bad idea say COVID disappears well, I, like, I, eh. I honestly like I don't they don't bother me whatsoever no they don't really bug me that much nah, the, the workout equipment I'm sure they did that somewhere you saw that like the elliptical that's that's a, that's a little I much. agree but yeah if it's just because you buy a movie ticket you're through a glass so why can't I do my banking through a glass? It doesn't really bug me. I don't either. like it. Say this, <laughs> say this person upsets me. How am I going to spit in their face? That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to some ruckus. Yeah, you're going to have to lean. You're going to have to lean and angle yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, but by then you think about it and you just try not to do it. Talk I yourself wanna, out of I it. I want to yeah. be able to just impulsively just yeah. rip one yeah, right throw on a someone's job. nose. Well, throw let's just, I, you know, God forbid, let's just hope that stores are still a thing. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, I mean, I heard both I know, our malls might be yeah. gone, gone. Oh, no, no. Uh, Arden is for sure. Like, uh, Nordstrom's already gone, no, but Arden is going to be, Arden is going to be gone. And yeah. talk is Galleria. Yeah. I remember the Galleria open, not to keep this thing going. Galleria is our big mall out in like our, regional our, mall. our newest ish suburb. It's, it's the, the Louis V, Tiffany. Yeah. It's the only one where you get like nice, nice shit. It has mm-hmm. normal stuff Gucci. too. Gucci. 
I remember when that opened when I was, I don't know, maybe sophomore in high school It was a thing. It, it, was was huge. A, it was an event. You wouldn't go because it was so packed. You're like, man, I really want to go to the Galleria, but I heard there's lines today. Like, yeah, it was like yeah. a fucking well, epic thing. And now I heard my To go to the state fair. Yeah. Real quick on that is uh, we've seen this before in China for SARS in the early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Pri- prior to that, yeah, yeah. prior to that, uh, they were behind the US on e commerce versus in person retail. Mm. Um, now, fast forward today, uh, in China, it's thirty six percent of all commerce is online. Yeah. The U.S. is still. It never went back down. It yeah. never. It did not go back down. Wow. Um, the U.S. The new on normal. The other hand, uh, what is around like eleven percent, and it was prior to this in March, it was like six or eight yeah. percent. So it's only climbed there, and you figured there's only one 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 way for that to go, and I don't see how we don't catch up to that thirty plus percent, and that's all retail being online. Yeah. And so the more it. so if you take another another 25% of all retail that is right now in person you put it online, who are going to be those companies that right now are in person that aren't going to be there? Yeah. And it's fucking malls. So, caffeinekilos.com yeah. and 3sb.co for all your apparel needs. Absolutely. It's just yeah, there's just something about, you know, the mall yeah. energy, you know. It's yeah. going to be sad. It's trying on some sneakers at yeah, a store. It's just, man. Sad rough. Uh, brand new episode every Wednesday. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Salam Mike. Where you want to find me? Third Street Barbell on Instagram and 3sb.co. Clothing coming real soon. I'm wearing the shirt right now. I real absolutely love soon. it. That's first, first customer. Leak. That's the first leak. I'm the first customer. And the first, first purchase. I'm honored. I'm, I'm I, stoked. I, I, yeah, no, no one better. Been that at all. Yeah, no I'm, one better. I'm totally honored. By I love it. All right. I am at DJ McDan. All the social media is the show. 50% facts where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers and the website's the same and I'll catch up with that at some point. My 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 brain is not acting normal because I got so much going on in it right now. But anyway, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.